and welcome back to this week's episode of the Triple Threat NBA podcast. Uh, in true fashion, there is two or three. Yep. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, cheers, Dave. Thanks for <laughs> your amazing attendance. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying FIFO. Yeah, you dog. Yeah, you dog. You big no, we dirty miss dog. You. We miss you. It's not the same without you. We miss you. We miss your face and your, uh, yeah, cheers, interjections every now and then. <laughs> um, got some cool stuff for this week's episode. We're just going to go through the episode synopsis notes. So first, first up off the rank, we've got Brooklyn Nets just on the whole. We've got a bit of a breakdown of the Nets on the whole. A lot's happened. We'll get into that in a bit. Then we're going to get into the curious case of LeBron James. This is an interesting one because it's, we've got three segues as a result of this. So normally we get into the curious case of LeBron James a little bit later into our episodes, but it, seg- it segues and ties into how shit the Lakers have actually been. We're going to focus on that. And then that ties into the MVP race because there's some interesting stuff around the MVP race. And Joey and I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say we've got, a, we've got similar opinions and a similar position and take on the MVP race. And, we'll, and, and the order of the curious case of LeBron James followed by how shit the Lakers actually are will help, I guess, unravel that and unpack that. And we'll explain our rationale behind that whole position. And then we have our Jive Turkey of the Week. Mm-hmm. The best. The best part <laughs> the, of the episode. The best part of the episode. So if you want to just get to the fun stuff, skip to the end. Don't listen to any of this. <laughs> Don't actually listen to anything that I've just said then. You all have to listen to this stuff. Uh, so we're going to kick off with the Brooklyn Nets on the whole. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the Brooklyn Nets on the whole? <laughs> They're really fun to watch on offense. Like it's really fun watching KD and Kyrie and, and Harden do their thing. But the reason why it's so fun to watch Brooklyn is because the other team just gets way better on offense also. <laughs> like, who doesn't want to watch 300 points combined scored every night? Like, <laughs> I know, right? I, it, like, they lost by 149 points. <laughs> well, they gave up 149. <laughs> they, they, they lost and, and gave up 149. And not only did they give yeah. up 149 points, they gave up 149 points in regulation and to the team with the worst record in the Wasn't it eight, 81 points in the second half? <laughs> Yeah, so I think it was like I think Washington scored 40, 48 points in the last quarter. <laughs> oh my god. Like it was just it was just a shootout. Like it was it was actually an incredible game. Like for anyone that watched it, you'll know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Like that great, that great last, second half. That last 10 seconds was just like incredible. Intense. Like I jumped up off the couch. I was watching it live and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, I got oh, me too. And I, I remember I messaged the group chat and I was like what the fuck was Westbrook just thinking? Like jacking, jacking up that three with like 17 seconds left on the shot clock. He had heaps of time. And then he follows it up with that. Like magic. I, just, I could not believe it. Westy anyway, magic. We won't, we won't get too much in that game. We want to talk about Brooklyn. But yeah, Brooklyn are currently the worst defensive team, not just in the league, but in the history of the NBA. Currently. Yeah. yeah. So I think that uh, their defensive rating is 119.1. Points allowed per hundred. Yeah, possessions. so so, so they've Just, got the worst per hundred possessions. I don't. I think they're twenty seventh or twenty eighth overall defense. So they're terrible. Not, so they're not like the worst in the in the league currently, but yeah, they've I got the worst I think it's net rating per hundred possessions. They're, they're, they're the worst in history. history. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I, it's funny because I was thinking this two days ago, and then you shared the post. And who? What, what page was it? Shout out to MJ's goat. I think MJ's underscore goat. MJ's goat. Big, 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 big MJ sexual. 
this oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but really Absolute good. Jordan <laughs> really good with his non-Jordan slash yeah. LeBron He has takes. some good takes. I've seen some shockers, but I've seen some pearls. Yeah, he, he's really he's really good with some object. Like when it when it's not Jordan v LeBron, he's got some really good um, takes. And I was just thinking this the other day. I was like, I'm pretty sure that there's only been like two or three teams that haven't had a top ten defense win the chip in the history of the NBA. And the thing is, like those teams weren't top ten, but they they weren't for like a bottom five. No, no. Did you like that meme I sent like straight after? <laughs> yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> so there like is that. a chance. Like I get that they're the worst defensive team roughly in the league or like the worst defensive team from an actual superstar-based team, but they might be the best offensive-based. In the history, they're, they're the number, yeah, one, so they're the number one offense. That's ever. Yeah, so that's why I'm not across across the board. Not 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 hundred yeah, possessions, just ever ever yeah. in every almost every category. This, this is this is the best offensive big three or team I've ever seen. Yeah, Harden, um, hard, like you've got you've got probably the two top five best scorers of all time on the same team combined with Harden and KD. Yeah, arguably the best ball handler yeah. of all time. Like yeah. Kyrie's an absolute jive turkey. Yeah, slash bonafide he, scrub. He's a, he's a unanimous chive turkey. The dude, the he's dude undisputed. can handle the basket. Yeah, he can handle the rock. He, okay, so here's here's one of my takes on the Nets. Kyrie is a globe trotter. <laughs> he is. Kyrie, it like I think this this season will show a, a, like a couple of things. So I think Kyrie. Kyrie thinks that I want, like he won with Bron and that he thinks that KD is better than Bron right now. He thinks that KD is a better piece to win with than LeBron. And what you're, what we're going to see from this season is that KD may be a better scorer, scorer but he is not a better universal complementary piece. No, he's he like... He so KD like, lacks a lot of things. He's not going to win with KD. No, I, I don't think so. Like, and, and especially adding James Harden into the mix, and and even if, even if he didn't, the, I think Harden in the mix makes them worse. Yeah, but I think they don't win anyway because I feel like they're they're just I personally Philly stronger. Absolutely, I think Philly I, will I, sweep them. I, I, I yeah, I think I think Philly, especially defensively, like. Ben Simmons gives Kyrie Irving a very, very hard well, time. Well, Ben Simmons, like, put it this way, like, if I was going to pick one player in the league to put on LeBron James in a seven-game series, yeah. I would pick Ben Simmons. He yeah. is the only player in the league that is physically, like, Or Kawhi. Built. Like, like you, I, I was... Still, still, Kawhi's still not as long as Ben. Nah, and he's no, not, he's not as good. I, I honestly don't think he's good good a defender as Ben Simmons is. Yeah. I think Ben Simmons is a very underrated defender. So if I had to pick one player, I would pick Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons is going to kill Kyrie on the other end. Like, mm. it's it's all well and good to have a terrific offense and you'll win a lot of regular season games. What's going to happen when you get to a seven-game series against a team that actually plays really good defense and you're not going to be able to score more than 110, 120 points like you're putting on the, teams the, like yeah, they're not Washington getting one yeah. and Atlanta and Charlotte. Like, and these teams are still going to put 140, 150 points on you. Like, it, it, Joel Embiid's going to average 50 if they play. Yeah, it's it, it, it's going to, yeah, I mean, especially with DeAndre Jordan as their center. So I, yeah, I found out the first yeah, quarter. Yeah, the the Nets aren't beating Philly. Um, 
there, there's no chance. And then you add Harden, uh, there's no chance that that was going to happen. So I think, yeah, to me, Kyrie's a globetrotter. And so then you add James Harden, who's then another bull on the guard. And you've got James Harden, who I think either James Harden and KD or Kyrie and KD is better than Harden, Kyrie and KD. Too many mouths to feed. But right now we've got a globetrotter with a high usage ball dominant two guard who's like really good, but he doesn't offer off ball movement offense that much. And he's not that good at like two way player. KD's not that good at two way player either. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can plug KD into just about any team. And like we saw that in Golden State, but KD is your best, like he is the best player on that team. Like you can't just use him as a plug and play kind of guy. Like, mm you need to give the ball to KD down the stretch. And that was that was why I, I believe that Washington kind of... Yeah, Kyrie, Ky- Kyrie had all the shots. To, and like, yeah, he made some shots, but... but the he was playing phenomenally well. Like, I'm like... He was. I was, I was writing group messages to the group being like, fuck, I hate Kyrie right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was, like he I've got to give him his props. It was, it was crazy. But like, shots put the ball made. in KD's hands because he can actually get to the rim and he, like, Washington... And one situation, Washington, free throws. Yeah, exactly. Washington, yeah. Like, Dennis Batans was like... Getting absolutely cooked. Yeah, big time. Yeah, Scotty Brooks had no answer for, for that. So Yeah, not many people do. Like, so, like, look, I'm a fan of Kyrie, but he's a globetrotter, and yeah. today's NBA is not about one-on-one basketball like that. He's good. He can get you a bucket. Personally, I think James Harden is a way better point guard. Absolutely. He's leading the league in assists right now, and he's way more versatile defensively. Not that Kyrie's not a good defender. He's just not great. But he's not he's not good either. Like yeah. especially if you match him up against an actual good point guard who had, Oh like, like Westbrook was burning him. Yeah, because Westbrook is actually physical. Yeah. Westbrook is big. Like six he's or a four. Point yeah. Guard. Like six four. But like that's why Ben Simmons would destroy him. It'd yeah. be like LeBron against Curry in those times in the finals when they were getting like, matchups. Yeah, and LeBron just destroyed him. him. Yeah. Made him made him his son. Ben Simmons might actually average over fifteen for that series. Yeah, probably. Yeah, without trying. No, exactly. So I think, yeah, personally, I think Kyrie's just a bit of a, like, he's, in my opinion, it's sort of like this rock, paper, scissors thing where Curry tends to always get the better of Westbrook. Mm -hmm. Westbrook tends to always get the better of Kyrie. Kyrie has, you know, oftentimes got the better of Curry Mm. in, like, you know, when when the lights are the brightest. Mm. And so... Yeah, I just think it just showed, especially with how the like today's NBA is progressing, where like I think within a few years, especially like if Kyrie gets traded, which I think the Nets should do, absolutely to get defensive pieces because I think Harden Kyrie and Katie. Imagine oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie gets shipped back to Cleveland. That'd be hilarious. That'd make my year. I wouldn't even care. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I, like if he went back to Cleveland. Oh, he'd retire. He would leave. Yeah, he would. Good. He would like, good. And I would no longer give him a jive turkey mention. Like he would never he would never be nominated for it. It'd be like, you know what? Justice has been served. Yeah. You I, know, you, what you got. I no longer need the jive turkey platform. Yeah. Yeah. To vent my frustrations. Yeah, like I just they're fun to watch and they are just so offensively devastating. But I just can't see a situation where they can beat a good team in a seven-game series with that defense. Like I just, I it's terrible. I don't see it. Like everyone, like they uh, need, they need, they need a better center, and then and then they, they need a two-way. Well, they need a better crunch time center. Yeah. Like they can't use Jeff Green at center 
for like Jeff Green eight, eight minutes has been so. phenomenal. Jeff for Green them. has been great, but like Jeff Green and Joe Harris defensively, like you're going to come up against like let's let's say the Brooklyn. Well, it's the same as the Roberts like, last season, right? Like, like that. Yeah, that third to fourth seat. Like they're going to play. Like who? Who's like? I don't think they're going to be even third or fourth. I'm they, they may slip to five or six. Yeah, maybe seven. They're going to end up. What are they now? Eleven and eight. Boston. They, they got Clippers tomorrow. They're not beating the Clippers. No, the Clippers kill. If they they're going to match up against one of these three teams or even two, if they get past the first round, they're going to match up against Boston and or Philly and or Indiana. Like, what the fuck are they going to do with Demantis Sabonis? Yeah, nothing. What? Like, he's going to run right. He's not going to be able to guard Brock. He's, he's going to run right. Now, yeah. now Brogdon and Sabonis aren't going to be able to guard Tyree and Durant, but then you just rely on those. Yeah, Brogdon can Bro- Brogdon can guard Kyrie though. Yeah, I, I mean, I, like he can't shut him down. No, but he's not he going to give him. He would give him dramas. Yeah, big time. But like, yeah, Brogdon might average thirty. Sabonis might average forty. Mm. I think, I, like with Brooklyn as well. I think that if they keep hard and move Kyrie, get defensive pieces. Yeah. They're still going to be probably the best offensive team in the league. Absolutely, I, I like. I we've we've seen both versions, right? And I, I loved the the, um, the KD and Harden. Yeah, yeah uh, defensively it was absolutely fine. But that's because there are the pieces. Like yeah. if you've got those two and you've got Kyrie Irving as an asset yeah. to move, yeah, you move them, you get pieces. Yeah, Brooklyn gets a chip. Brooklyn probably is going to the NBA Finals. For the next least, three, four years. They're at least getting to the finals if they move Kyrie and get defensive. I don't think they're going to do it because I think KD is actually like sticking up for him. Yeah. yeah uh, he's crazy. Sort of like Jive Turkey there. Yeah. That, like, if, you, if, you, oh, if you are Kevin Durant at Easy Money Sniper. If you are listening. Because you are, because you always <laughs> listen to all the chat on the internet. <laughs> Listens to all the smoke but doesn't want any of it. Yeah. Mate, get on one of your burner accounts, throw some comments at us, but also. Move on from your flat earthing, mate. Yeah, yeah. You can't handle him like LeBron could handle him. <laughs> yeah, he's not your son. <laughs> Make him your son and move him on. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so, like, I think, like, would you agree? If they were to get good oh, good role players... I said that after the first game that KD and... They would get to the finals for the next three, four years? At, at least two to three years. Yeah. Like, depending on how KD sort of... Ages. Like, ages and regresses, like... Yeah, he looks great at the moment post Achilles, but how sustainable is that? Mm. And like another thing to add as well is like they've played a few overtime games as well due to their poor defense. Like that's not good for Kevin Durant and his Achilles. Like historically, we know like the more wear and tear you give those things after they've been injured, the quicker they're going to re. Unless it, unless you're Gordon Haywood, that guy is, he looks great. Yeah, he's looking he amazing. Great. So you know, shout out his, to Gordon his Haywood. His usage for the last two years was obviously. Incredibly down. Yeah, no, that's a fair point as well, and that's probably helped his, you know, yeah, helped his he, chances he at this point now. So, look on the Nets on the whole, it's a first or second round. Exit. I think as constructed, it's a first round. Well, Reese, Reese thinks they're not even going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think that's a terrible take. No, neither do I. I think as constructed, I somehow I am hoping that the Wizards make it and somehow come up against the look, Nets. All the Wizards have got to do, like from now, is try and make that tenth spot. Because then they can at least get the pl- get to the play in, yeah, and they could potentially get through. Like they are the Nets boogeyman. Yeah, they are, and they're down real bad right now. But yeah, like, that start. game hopefully that that sparks something in them. Yeah, I know. Like you know, yeah. Let, let, yeah. Let's hope because I really want to see it work with Russell Westbrook. Westbrook and Bradley. And I hope, I hope to God they win 
they go on like some sort of small winning streak, say like two, three, four games. Yeah. And Bradley Beal gets happy because like trade rumors are really heating up now and people are, you know. But that's, you know what, you know what's crazy is he's had the meeting with the front office. He has. Woj comes out, Shams come out. Yeah. Um, Windhorse come out. They all say he doesn't. Want he's to. not going anywhere. It just, it just scares me though. Yeah, like, I'm scared. Well, how, I, how, I want, how I much truth is there to these? Yeah. to them saying that that's what's coming out. If then there's trade rumors circulating. Yeah, like apparently there's multiple teams monitoring the situation. He's rumored to be going here. He's rumored to be. Yeah, going I hear the Heat are interested, and I'm like, I don't like that because the Heat are bloody interested in everyone, aren't they? Piss right? off. You know who the Heat are? Then this is. You know, this might sort of go over your head, but the Heat are the LA Rams of a couple yes, of years yeah, ago I don't, I don't with the NFL. Well. They made the final. They made Super Bowl, went up against the Patriots. Be. Yep. And they, they were looking pretty good. And then since then, they just fell off. Like the Heat, to me, if Heat get past the second round. The Heat just never looked like winning that chip, like not once. They just put it together. That was a Cinderella team. It yeah. was, you know, it was yeah. Cinderella moment in the bubble. Yeah, you had your fun. Now fuck off. Yeah, but also <laughs> it's now midnight. Get home. Yeah. The magic's, the magic's wearing off. Yeah, yeah. And so that's it for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, special mention to the Wizards for getting the W. Amazing game. Yeah, Great to see Westy playing efficiently because I'm a Westy, West-West sexual. But also, Mo Wagner. He was good. We've been talking him up all season. Should be getting way more minutes. Give him more minutes than Brooke Lopez. Give him more minutes yeah. than Brian. Him and, him and Isaac Bonga, they both need more minutes. Yeah, like there's some good players in that team. Oh, uh, an interesting situation. It's going to be coming up in the How Should the Lakers Have Actually Been segment is coaches sticking to these fucking religious rotations unnecessarily. So, look, Scotty Brooks, if you're listening, which I know you are, Get it together. sort your shit out. Get it together. I want to see it. Scotty Brooks, cut the shit, okay? Cut the shit and give Wagner more minutes, get Bonga more minutes. Cut the shit. Cut the shit, babe. All right, so next session, curious case of LeBron James. Curious case of LeBron James, the washed king. The washed king, yeah. Campaign number 18. Campaign number 18. The man's playing like it's campaign number eight. Yeah, right. Um, My front runner for MVP race. Mm Mm-hmm. Just segueing into the next segment. But I am yet again blown away. And it's just. I thought for sure it was going to be this year that he'd fall off. I thought for sure. Is this my Tom Brady? Is this the Tom Brady of the NBA? Like last year when everyone was like, oh, Wash King, I'm like, no, he's going to show you. Like, remember he had some time off the year with the injury. Like, he had that long off season. He didn't play in the playoffs. He's ready. But this year, like, he won the chip. He played hard. He, he says should. afterwards he's going to be showing you how much of a beast AD is. He's going to be taking yeah. it backwards. See? And then he's just like, actually, you know what? Hold my beer. And now he's like. Hold my beer. I'm pulling up from 35 feet. Yeah. And he's. In, he's, in crunch time. You can see like he's starting to ve- develop his game to be more of like a shooter for later in his career because he knows that his athleticism is going to decline. And look, we can see it. His athleticism is declining. Like he's not blowing. No, like I, I, I'm seeing moments where I'm just like, yeah, moments. But like, you, I think he's just picking back, and choosing. You go back to those like heat early, days, early six. like Cleveland round two days and Miami Heat days, and even late Cleveland round one days. Like he was just like going by guys with one dribble. He doesn't do that anymore. And, but he's stronger. He's bigger. Yeah, like but his he post game is better. But he's, he's also better he's also LeBron James and. Mm. Like oh, look, the defense me. that they have on him now yeah. 
especially mm-hmm. like with scouting reports and with mm-hmm. how the Lakers are constructed, who who they're playing mm-hmm. and how shit they actually are considering their record. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not athletic, but there is there has been a slight decline. Like Yeah, I, look, I'm not I'm not discounting that. I just think mm-hmm. it's still there. He just he, he attracts a lot more attention. Mm-hmm. Like the other teams back in the day didn't have well, lockdown today, defenders. Like, he, he, he ran, he got, a, he got a live ball rebound, ran the whole court. He, he ran up the court in about four seconds and got a contested layup through traffic. Like didn't get a foul call because they all kind of just got out of the way. But like, I was just like, what, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like he just picks and chooses and it's nah, just ridiculous. The only criticism you can give him is his regular season free throw shooting. But mm-hmm. I just don't include that. Well, he doesn't give a shit. No. Nah, and, Look, it's and when he needs to hit him, he always does. Yeah, exactly. He he, he just flicks the switch. It's nine of eleven today. Yeah, I, I I rate him. I'm I'm up there. He's he's my MVP front runner. It's season. Oh, this season I am. <laughs> I'm getting the jersey. I even said remember yeah. like a week ago, I was like, what, what, what's the blue and white? What's it called? The the city jerseys. The city jersey. I'm getting yeah. the blue and white Lakers. Yeah. LeBron, twenty three. And it's because he's going to get the MVP and he deserves it. And it'll be like, it's the, this is one of the first times in recent years they brought that colorway back. Yeah. No, nah, I'm all in. I'm all in. Um, and I think, you know, to highlight this, we should be talking about how shit the Lakers have actually been. So mm. just to recap, the curious case of LeBron James, nothing's happening. He's not getting worse. He's getting better. There's, he, he, and he's actually putting the team on his back more in a regular yeah. season than I've ever seen. Fuck, like... Since the 2018 Cavs. But regular season, putting them on his back this early? He wasn't even doing that with the 2018 Cavs. 2018, he was. Like, the, the two years before that, no. Um, 2018, he had two because they I, were terrible. They were, but he wasn't doing it early. It was after mm. the trade deadline, and yeah. then he, they moved those players, and he still wasn't happy that he had to. Mm. That's how I recall it. Yeah. But anyway, but the Lakers have just been that shit. Mm. So... I like the Dennis people are going to look at that record and go, "Oh, the Lakers have been good." But if you if you watch the games, like Anthony Davis has been fucking woeful. He, he's had two good games. Like that's two good games out of how many? And Nine, I, I came on here yeah. and said he was going to have an an one season. I thought he was going to be fucking an MVP. And like right now, he's not even my front runner for defensive player of the year. No, nah, not even close. He's probably top five. But who, who, who's your top five? Ben Simmons is my first. Yeah, right now, be Ben Simmons. I'd say. Then you've got second, third, fourth. You could go like a combination, maybe like, hate to say it, maybe Andre Drummond, yep. Clint Capella. Clint Capella's having a good one. And Miles Turner. I, I, I have Kawhi Leonard in the top five. Yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi's always there for me. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's having an all-defense first team. I want to talk about him in the MVP conversation. Yeah, Probably no, that's there. fair. Um, There's an interesting thing I saw today. And then, um, but yeah, I think I think Ben Simmons as well. I think Ben Simmons, especially the numbers don't necessarily back it up. But if you watch his defensive defensive rotation, like if you watch the game, impact shot shot altering, he's there. Um, So on the topic of when I when I I, you know I guess foreshadowed it before talking about coaches' rotation, the only reason that I thought the Lakers may not get the chip last year was because Frank Vogel has this like religious Mm. zealot like. Fucking Very stuck to his rotation, like approach to his rotations, and he just tends to not play the hot hand mm. or, or like the informed players. And he's it's like everyone gets their thing. It's like, oh yep, Alex Caruso is due to come in. You know, Kuzma's Kuzma's twenty seconds from coming out. All right, Caruso, go sub. You know, like it's 
to me, it just makes absolutely no sense. And so I, in, in, you know, in terms of the offseason, I think the Lakers, in terms of their roster on paper, that's the strongest roster. I think the move to get Schroeder was really good. I think getting Montrose Harrell was good-ish. I think I think it was good for bench points against mm-hmm. second units. Yeah. Which is something that the Lakers struggle with. The problem, the problem the Clippers had with him and what made him look bad is because they were trying to like they were close games with him and they yeah. were playing him thirty to thirty-five minutes a night. No, he's he's, he's, he's a twenty. He's a twenty-one minute player. He, yeah. he doesn't deserve more, but he should get a lot of shots when he is out there. And then, like he's getting decent shot volume. Like he had he had that absolute shocker against um, Philly. Like mm-hmm. he had no points, five fouls. Just did not have a good game. So I think yeah, like I think I think other than that, he's I think Montrose was good. But outside of pick and roll defense, he's the worst pick and roll defender in here. Yeah, yeah, but I think I think I think you can account for that with second I units, think, right? Well, I think you can. Yeah. And so I think Marcus Sol was really good. I still don't like it. But that's on the proviso that AD turns up. AD hasn't been turning up. Yeah. Marcus Sol is a is an old war horse who's immobile. Mm. He like he looks good for his age and his size and stuff, but Seven foot plus Caucasian guys historically are terribly immobile after 30. Yeah. What is he now? Like 33? 34. 34. Like he ain't getting any younger. He's washed. He's not LeBron. No. He is he is a washed, I don't know, what's like Spanish Lord? Like what, <laughs> yeah. what what's the term for king in Spain? Know. King? King? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like he's a washed king. Um he's legitimately a washed king. Like he won his chip, you know, good on you. Um, but yeah, I'm not a fan. I think when like THT is really good, I think there's some guys who should be getting way more minutes mm-hmm. that aren't. I think Caruso needs way more minutes. The team is just so deep that yeah. it's hard to find minutes. I, I actually think they might be better off trying to trade one of those guys to to allow these guys to get more minutes. Like I think Alex Caruso has to be given more minutes, especially down the stretch. Yeah, games. like you saw against Philly, there was four possessions in a row that he like. Sparked. Yeah. Two of them he scored on. One of them he assisted on. The fourth one he came up with a defensive stop on yeah. Embiid in the clutch, and they ended up going up by one. Mm. They were down by. They were fucking dead in the water. Yeah. I, I honestly thought LeBron was just going to walk to the bench. Vogel was going to throw the bench in, and that was going to be it. Yeah. I was like, this game's over. Yeah. Then Caruso comes in and just goes nuts. The same thing happened in the Atlanta game today. They went down by I think it was six. Yeah. Going into the fourth quarter break, started Caruso. Bang, four plays. They went on 11. He, he's a versatile defender. And it's funny because all the analysts. He's probably the best. I'm, I'm going to say it. Like the sec, second best guard defender in the league. Yeah. Behind he's, Marcus Smart. He's, he's good. And it's funny because all the analysts after the Philly game where Harris scored to win mm. were like, oh, Harris gets the LeBron mismatch. Doc drew it up perfectly. Mm. They LeBron James, LeBron James, and he got he got sw- he had Crusoe switched on to him, and mm. it was easy. Yeah, it was not an easy possession. He shot a fadeaway yeah. with not much separation the at all. Was great. The it, it was good it's defense. Just a bit too short. It was good defense mm. and really great offense. Yeah. And the problem is, like, you, you have to switch that because in in crunch time, like when you've got to pick and roll with someone like Seth Curry. You cannot go under that screen. No. Because they like if LeBron had gone under that screen, Tobias Harris just passed the ball to Seth Curry and it's a yes, a three. Open three. I don't want Seth Curry shooting a fucking open three. I'd rather switch Caruso onto Harris. Yeah. And I'll take those odds any day. Win that game. And if look, when he made that shot, I was just like, 
fuck, like there's nothing here. No, that's it was it, it was a falling away jump shot. Was a great shot from the top of the key. I tee. actually thought it was short. That's how pure it was. Yeah, I exactly. Thought it was short and I was like. Oh my god, it's missed. And then it just found bottle. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, you know what? Hats off to you. And yeah, he's, Harris is playing really well. So credit to him. But might that, be an all star this year. That's might that, be. That's not a reflection of Caruso's defense. That nah, Harris nah. just pulled it out in the moment. So and it was it was a very well drawn up play by Doc Rivers because they knew what was going to happen. They knew LeBron was going to go to Harris because he had the hot hand. They they got the switch they wanted. Harris, you know, made it over Caruso. Mm. And so. On, on rotations, I also think Schroeder needs more minutes and more shots. So I think Crusoe more minutes, Schroeder more minutes. I, you know, like your 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 position on Schroeder is you should be, he should be coming off the bench. I don't, I don't think. I like closing with him. I don't like starting. Yeah. I, I think, um, look, I don't really care. I think he's a 35 plus minutes close to, you know, mm-hmm. like he needs to be like that. He needs to have 20 shots a game. So you're looking at him getting 10 shots against starting rotations and then 10 shots against, you know, second units. Mm-hmm. And so I just think he needs to have that volume. He's yeah. there to be the point guard and run the offense, but mm-hmm. to also capitalize on defenses overplaying LeBron. Yeah. There's, there's been a few times where like he's just been able to wiggle his way to the hole in Christ. Oh, easily. Overplaying guys like LeBron and AD. Like, it's, it's easily. He's, he's a really He good- needs to be your third option. On that team. And I think he is. I just don't think they I just don't think they emphasize that enough. Mm. Like he needs to be the emphasize over like they need to overemphasize. Yeah. If you've got 10 seconds left on the shot clock and LeBron isn't on the court or he's being overplayed, give the ball to Schroeder and try and get him to score. Yeah, like like Schroeder, when LeBron is on the court, which you know, you can make the argument for him then starting as a result, or AD's there and Schroeder's there, whatever it is, you know, like that's enough spacing. That gives him enough space. Mm. I think the issue is, is, yeah, like you said, they've got to move on from some people. You've got KCP, who's been playing well, but he's, he's been, been inconsistent. Dog shit the last three games. Like, like the last three you, games. Yeah, yeah terrible. terrible. Like today, like you look at his three point percentage, are okay. I think he's like three from eight, which isn't terrible. Just under 50%. Yeah, but it's but 60% he started. He blew with. four wide open layups. Yeah. And defensively, just, just atrocious, which really shits me because I vouched for him after the finals. I thought, he came up he turned the page, yeah. big in the playoffs. He was really good. And now he's just gone back to usual being shit. Like, and I'm hoping <laughs> he gets locked in again in the playoffs. But right now, like not looking good. Outside of LeBron, like they look like they're struggling. And outside of Caruso. Yeah. Caruso is that guy that will just always give you quality. Like, yeah. And LeBron said it best. He's like a Swiss army knife. He can do everything. He can shoot. He can facilitate. He can be your secondary ball handler. He's a great defender. He mm. can get you stops in the clutch without fouling. Like he's a Swiss Army knife. He can do everything, and he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. No, exactly. So I think he's good. I think, and this is where I sit with KCP. I think that THT is better defensively than KCP. Oh, absolutely. THT is a terrific defender. So he just needs to learn how to take care of the ball more. Yeah, he's just still a little bit reckless. I think coming out and dropping consecutive 25 to 30 point games in the preseason like got him confident so there's been quite a few times where he's just tried to get to the room like hey bud this this isn't preseason anymore like teams are actually going to really but just also respect you you know respect respect the hierarchy of you know um shot merit yeah like you're not taking those you're not there to take those shots yeah. man so and i think the defense to overplay and he did it a couple of times against boston he he left it for for harold a couple of times like he 
he played the defense really deep and mm. just flipped it back up to Harold for an easy. easy and, and, and I think that's a good call. I don't think he's necessarily a guy that should be on when it's predominantly the second unit. Mm. I think he's someone that should be on with Bron and with Schroeder. Yeah, blending in with the starters. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think that's a good move. Um, so, so if you're the Lakers, like, who do you want your closing five to be? I would want Caruso, Schroeder as my one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Schroeder being the one. Um, three. Oh, look, I'm happy to just sort of go with like, I, like I would probably say if I'm if I'm closing. Yeah, closing lineup like Bron, AD, Marcus Ole, but Marcus Ole is fresh. See, I would play AD at the five, and I would go Russo, Schroeder, KCP for shooting and a little bit of wing defense. Yeah, Bron at the four, AD. That's what I was thinking as well, but because their their best line, their most effective lineups is when Davis is at the five because they got five guys who can shoot, who can stretch the floor, who are quick, yeah, who can switch on defense, and AD can still handle the big. Yeah, I think. I think offensively, having Gasol and his passing and mm. his screens with Bron and Schroeder at mm. the same time out it, there. It looks good offensively, just yeah. defensively. It's just too much of a risk. Yeah. No, I agree. So, like, I think if Gasol's fresh. depends who they're playing. Yeah. I think if Gasol's fresh, that's it. Like, but the good thing is, you like, you're spoiled for choice. And if I were – here's the thing. If I were vocal, I would be looking to move – I would look. I'd be looking to get THT more minutes and getting him settled, and then I'd be looking to move KCP and Kuzma. Get Beal. Go get Beal. <laughs> <laughs> the only place I want to see Beal traded to is the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Um, so and I think that package would have to be. It would have to look something like Kuzma, KCP, multiple picks. Yeah, it'd have to be like three first rounders, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So. And even then, I still don't know if they do it. I don't know if Tommy Shepard does it. They might, they might even just ask for THT. Yeah. Which I almost do. Yeah. So, look, I yeah, personally, if we look at the Lakers stats, stat line, I think everyone is considerably underperforming. I even I, I thought Schroeder scary was... scary because they're third in the West. Still. Yeah, yeah. So, and that, like, I just think the team, apart from Schroeder, are re- uh, everyone and, and Caruso, everyone is underperforming. Caruso isn't underperforming at all. He's doing really well. And Schroeder is underperforming based on my expectation for him. absolute shockers, but he's had some games. But it's because he's not getting 35-plus minutes and 20-plus shots a game. Yeah. So I just think he's being underutilized. And that's I, and I think really that, like, it's how shit the Lakers are is 50% Frank Vogel in his rotations. And then 50% people like fucking AD just not turning up. Yeah, just not locked in. Nah, not at all. I was having a conversation with someone the other day and, like, based on – his performances of what has sort of fell off. I reckon he's like managing a back or a hip injury. Yeah, I reckon there's some un- shooting. It's terrible. Yeah, and that's usually a back or a hip because you can't rib. move properly. Yeah, actually. Yeah. So like, it, it, look, he doesn't. He doesn't. He, slump, but he, the he, fact that his free throw shooting is bad is he, he doesn't look like himself out there. Like he doesn't. He doesn't. Something is off. He like he looks like he's injured, mm. and so and and Bron's not really riding him that much. No. So I wouldn't be surprised if he is injured as well. But look. The Lakers are really shit. Like you take Bron out of that team, mm. they. I think I was saying this to you guys in the chat. I was like, "No way did they win five to like eight of the games that they've no. been like close in." No, if LeBron James wasn't in that team, no. and so I think this is the perfect way to transition into the next segment, the MVP race, which is why I have LeBron leagues ahead of everyone else mm-hmm. because yes, he has Anthony Davis, but 
Well, he he who, has Anthony Davis. Who the fuck is Anthony Davis being this year? He so has far? Anthony Davis, but he doesn't have Anthony no, Davis right now. No, like, so I don't know who it is, but it's not. He, and he has an underperforming Lakers roster mm-hmm. that has their coach coaching against them to make it harder, mm-hmm. and 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 like unwilling unwilling to compromise on his rotations to just make it easier on the players on the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like as of right now, like if I had to do my vote. I wouldn't have LeBron first. I'd have to put Embiid first or Jokic first. They've just been so dominant. Yeah, and LeBron, I, 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 look, I, you could talk me into it. If we sat here for half an hour and talked about it, you could probably talk me into it. But the Sixers just have more. They do. Way more. They do, but Embiid has missed a few games, and in those games, there's only been one game where they got home. The other games, they actually got blown out. And the, the plus-minus when Embiid is on and off the floor is like, it's like LeBron last year. Like, he is that team. No, like, he, he is. That. He so, is but and Jokic, like, I'm, I'm reluctant to put Jokic over LeBron in this case because they just haven't won an off game. So, yeah, and look, it would be Embiid or LeBron for me. If, if it go, goes to LeBron, like, that's not the wrong decision. But if I had a legitimate vote, I would go Embiid, then LeBron. And then, I, to be honest, this is someone I wanted to talk about is, and I don't like cool. to talk about because he plays for the Clippers. Yeah, I'm wearing a shirt. <laughs> This time last year. I like yeah. Kawhi. I've always liked Kawhi. He's putting up 25, 5, and 5 on 50, 49 numbers. Yeah. Shooting. So 50% from the And field, playing playing lockdown defense. Like and playing a lot of minutes. Yeah. Ty Lue has got him playing. And Paul George. And not fucking having every second night off. Paul George has been inconsistent as per usual, but he's been better. Yeah, no, but, he, but Paul George is playing the minutes yeah, and they're doing good. the work. Um, and I think Ty Lue is getting those guys to, you know, like get back to their original identity before Kawhi and PG came along, having that, you know, that dog mentality and, you know, really mm-hmm. digging the heels in and having a crack. And Kawhi, Kawhi's been playing really well and I feel like because the since the Nets have formed this super team, all of a sudden, the pressure has come off the Clippers because it's no longer a Clippers Lakers; it's Lakers Nets. Yeah, that's what everyone. That's the narrative. Is, that's what everyone is going for. So now that pressure is off. Lo and behold, Kawhi starts playing like an MVP caliber player. So for me, he'd be probably third or fourth. Yeah, I've got Kawhi as third. I've got Jokic. Like I, honestly, I don't like Jokic is amazing. I think his passing game is phenomenal. His shooting game is good. Doesn't play defense. Yeah, like he sucks defensively. So like I can't have like he's not even like. He's not even top 10. Don't even ask me who my top 10 is, but you, if you don't play defense, mm-hmm. especially in today's NBA, where like you're not, it's not hand checking. It's not like defense isn't as taxing as what it was 20 years ago. No. no. So like you can be a two way player mm. and he doesn't play defense. It's like, sorry, mate, you're not in the top 10. But I've got, yeah, I've got LeBron. I've got LeBron Chasms ahead of Embiid as well because. Yeah, that's fair enough. Embiid. To me, like, yes, they got blown out and all that stuff, but they also, when he was out, they had, they had other, like, important pieces out in those games. Mm. I just don't, like, I honestly see the Lakers, like, below 500, comfortably below 500 without LeBron. Yeah, that's a fair take. Whereas the Sixers... This is me into because now he's talking... The Sixers are a plus 500 team without Embiid. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And so, like, I, like personally, I'm just like... I, like Look, I don't like I don't watch every single like minute of every Lakers game, but I tend to always catch the last, especially because this is the trend. This was the trend of the Lakers last season, a little bit where it'd be a close game, ebb and flow. They'd be losing. Some games they'd be losing by like fucking close to twenty points, and all of a sudden they come back and win. Yeah, and so you like you could always know LeBron in a Lakers game 
it would be entertaining at the end. So I'm catching the end. If you lose, it's not going to be a blowout. No, and so I'm I'm watching. I'm catching the last Unless quarter of these games. Detroit. Right. Yeah. Well, look, man. Every dog has his day, and Blake Griffin looked like LeBron James. I think. It, I think it was just like Space Jam, and they took he took the talent from the ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, LeBron was like fucking lighting it up in the first half. Yeah, and then they watched. Like, and then he went one from twelve in the second half, and I was like, "What am I watching? Like, yeah, this might be the he second took, worst game he, he, he I've absorbed, ever seen LeBron play." He absorbed Blake Griffin's talent through the ball. He did, <laughs> and he couldn't make a shot after. I was like, "Damn!" Yeah, like he was. Literally he's missing like, open layoffs. I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah, it was bad. Hey. It, it was, was bad. It was bad. I, I, but apart from that one bag, he's just looked phenomenal. And, yeah, he has. And like he's he's closing out games mm. more than last year. Mm. And he was closing him out massively last and year. Again, anyway. it's, it's the eye test as well. Same as last year. Like his numbers aren't fucking incredible, but he's they're, like, good, they're good. And the eye test, like if you watch the games, he is the best player on the court. With, oh, time. without a doubt. He he like he he and he's injecting himself at key points where it's just like again it's just like his his brain and his basketball IQ like he's he, it, it's like it's like he's remembered he know he knows oh you know again say they're playing the Celtics he's like oh if I hit a three now Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown's three point percentage is going to drop yeah you know significantly and the heads will go down and then you know like off that body language we'll probably get a steal as well so I'm going to hit a three now and then they get a steal from yeah. them in the next or, possession or, or like if he goes. Okay, we need a three. Who am I going to play through? Okay, I'm going to play through KCP. Now, I know KCP, if I pass him the ball, he likes the seams on the ball a certain way. So, I'm going to pass it to him like this yeah. in this exact spot because I know when KCP catches it there at that right position on the ball, his shot percentage goes up. Exactly. That, that's the type of shit that, like, that blows up. Like, Iman Shumpert was talking about. He's like, he's like, no, you don't understand. Like, not only is he a good passer, but he knows how guys like to have the ball in their hands. Yeah. Just, and the spots that they shoot it from, or the defenders, it's like ridiculous. it's like if I give it to KCP with the seams like this, it'll be good. But if I give it to him, and if but if I drive it to the lane first, and then draw Marcus Smart, it means that Kemba Walker will be defending him, and then I'll give it to him like that with the seams. Mm-hmm. Like it's that, it, like you, he's like that. It it's it's so calculated. The game just slows down. It's it, it's it's five steps ahead, and it's to the point now where he is like like this is how I perceive it anyway. I could be completely wrong, but it looks like he's injecting himself at moments and picking and choosing moments that had the greatest psychological, like, like performance psychological performance psychology impact in the game. Mm-hmm. It's like when teams yeah. when teams are like hungry. He well, then, well, he did he, it against it's, Atlanta today. He didn't really shoot the ball well from three, and then I think they were up by like three. Atlanta had just gone on a huge run. Gets the ball like probably a meter and a half, two meters back from the three point line. You know, fuck it. 10 seconds left on the shot clock. Shoots it, bottom. See you later. Bit of a dagger. Yeah. Soul crushing. And then so, it didn't come back from that. I just like, I just like, Embiid isn't doing this stuff. Mm. Like, he, he's, not, he's not impacting the game in that way. Mm-hmm. It's just putting up his numbers. I think we're just all so used to LeBron dominating that. Yeah, he's, some, he's definitely held to a different standard. Yeah. yeah. Like, if any, if any other player was doing like 24, averaging 24, mm-hmm. like seven and seven. Or whatever he's averaging. Well, everyone's fucking jacking off over KD and he's putting up over 30, like six and seven, but not playing any defense. Like their team is giving up 140 on yeah. a regular basis. Like you can't be in the KD can't, if you're a part of that. KD, like as soon as Harden went there with Kyrie, I was done. KD can't be a part of it. Yeah. When it was when it was Kyrie 
and Katie was doing that, I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Especially because Kyrie is such a ball dominant hog. And just a shit teammate. Like he's just, he's fucking hot sauce, you know, from and one. Like, yeah. you know, dribble, 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 pitter, patter, patter, comes in, spin, blah, 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 does some off-balance shit, hits it half the time, it looks amazing. It's it's like and one. It's a Harlem Globetrotters. He's a, he's, a, he's a highlight reel. Yeah, but it's like, and so for him to be able to make those numbers when you got such a distraction like that guy, great, you know. Well, you, every, every team he's been on has been better without him. Yeah. So. Since, since Cleveland. K- KD, um, those numbers with Harden and Kyrie, the floor is that space now mm-hmm. that, and, and like you said, he's not playing any defense. Like so, it's like Jokic. So look, look to me, it's LeBron. Then a huge space. Then it's Embiid. Then I've got Kawhi. Mm-hmm. And then I don't really care at that point. Well, after your top three, it doesn't really matter that nah. much. Like if you've got like if you've got three guys in the conversation, two of them are going to have a run. But you know who's Third not guys. in it? Luca. Luca has he looks he's terrible. Been good, nah. He hasn't been close to what he's had. A, he he, he, had, a, he I, had a four or five game stretch where I he looked phenomenal. Him to be better, but I Same. did not expect him to be MVP. I know a lot of people. I was on him for MVP. For I sure. was. I was never. I was always on AD. Yeah, it was fucking let me down. <laughs> you absolute dog. You're not winning it now. You like, scrub. You're, you're too far into the season. You're not right? even getting the defensive player of the year, man. I and you were upset, and he deserved it last year, but he deserved it. Look, I still think he'll get it this year. I don't. I, even, I, I don't have Giannis like 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 the field. The pack is just like mm. not there. I, I would still have AD as someone who I think will win because I would expect him to come good. Just like I MVP or defensive player of the year. Defensive player, of the year. yeah. Not MVP. He's he's lost chance there. The, the season is already twenty five percent over. You can't come back from it. We saw it last season with LeBron. He started off like slow, getting everyone involved. But then after the first month and a half of basketball, he was by far better than Giannis. Yeah. But he just left it too late. And a lot of voters said that. They said, look, Giannis was just way too dominant. Well, he just, he, and also, he had the PR historic mm. season. Like, yeah. He's and, not having that this year. No, nah, God, no. So, How bad are they? By the mate, way, they do not look like a good team. Fucking, he got, he got, Everyone's worked Giannis out. Absolutely sunned by Lonzo and the Pelicans. Yeah. And then the next day got sunned by Lamelo and the Hornets. Crazy, yeah. They both dropped twenty seven on on the Bucks. That's hilarious. Eh? Yeah. yeah, the um, I, I think Giannis has been worked out, and Giannis is kryptonite as the Ball Brothers. Giannis is kryptonite as Giannis. He is like the Bucks kryptonite is Giannis. Giannis is crunch time play. Like it's just way too easy. Chris to Middleton play. is better in crunch time than Giannis, and he's Big more. Time. An and look, you know what? To their credit, they've actually started going to Chris Middleton more in crunch time, which I like. I would yeah. go. My order would be Chris Middleton and then Drew Holiday, yeah. and then Giannis. Use use Giannis as a screener and get him in a pick and roll. Like, mm. don't give him the ball at the top of the key. Nah, fuck no. So. Basically, my MVP race is that I yeah I, I'm looking at it like that. Luca has been a disappointment, yeah. um, big time, mm-hmm. and apparently he's still second favorite. It's LeBron. It's because they're expecting him to get better. They're expecting him to come good. But he, honestly, his his shot selection has been so and bad. Not going to win near enough games. No, nah, no way. They look they look they look rubbish. They don't trade with Seth Curry. No, Dwight Powell's not being used effectively. No. Like that was so funny um, when Dave was like, "Oh, Luke is having to do so much; he doesn't have anything." It was like, "Like, sorry, sorry, sorry for the shade on this one, Dave, but the salt coming your way is deserved." So yeah, he, he doesn't. He, Luke, he just doesn't. Look yeah, good. yeah, no. Like no, he's like, putting up good numbers, but it's not. It's inefficient to win it. And if Dwight Powell in the pick and roll with Luca, amazing. Mm-hmm. KP 
just as a just as a just as a singular option to just feed yeah, and get a, a bucket. Straight, just a stretch five. Yeah, good and keeps the floor open. And so they're just not utilizing that very well. They Dor- utilized Dor- it really well last year before Dwight Powell got injured. Like they were phenomenally well. They I think they beat the Lakers once. They did, but they they pushed the Lakers three out of those four games. Beat them once. One of the games was a blowout for the Lakers. Mm. Um, but Dwight Powell was really really good. Like in that pick and roll with him and Luca, really good. He's a great rim runner. Mm. Not a great defender, but offensively, he's fantastic. Dwight Powell, I think he's a decent defender. Decent, not good, but yeah. he's serviceable at the five. He's not Andre Drummond, but he's like, but he <laughs> defensively, but he's better offensively. He's very mobile. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gets up and down the court fast and yep. hard. Like, I'd, I'd rather have Dwight Powell than Thomas Bryant. Yeah, yeah. And just so, from an IQ standpoint. Yeah, just, just you know, like similar skill sets, just way better on defense. And yeah. like, anyway, so he's got that asset. And then he, like, Chris Dapps, Porzingis, he's healthy right now. You can basically, you can feed him the ball or, or give him the ball wherever, and he can get a bucket from wherever. He's the unicorn. So it's like, you've got, you've got those things. Mm. That's enough. Yeah. That's more than most people. LeBron James doesn't have that. Yeah. So if Not he's like going to be, if he's going to be a league MVP, or if we're saying Luca's game is like LeBron without the athleticism. And he's a better, but start, he's a, start winning. But he's a better shooter, mm, which he's not. He should be able to do have a record similar to Lakers, mm. especially because he's got more, in my opinion. And we've seen LeBron do far more with far less as well. Yeah, exactly. Earlier in his career too, when he was still a baby. Yeah. So look, I'm I'm a massive Luca fan, but so far this season has been disappointing. Yeah. If you're listening, which you probably are, because we're famous. Yeah. And we're we're the number one. Yeah, Luca Doncic. Yeah. Come on, man, get it together. Sort your shit out. The Great White Hope. And if you're listening, Skip Bayless, because I know you do, because you're a crusty old man and you listen to things like you're this. Senile, you're, you're senile. You're um, senile. Maybe I'll try a little bit of, uh, you know, Skip Bayless mentality and I'll put my Luca jersey in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he, can, he, can, he can then start playing really well and prove me wrong yeah. <laughs> for doing that. Yeah. So, also, one, one more thing to note. Was some, I just wanted to add this in. I wanted to get it on air. I said it in the group chat this week. Yeah. The Lakers aren't going to win the title this year. Yeah, Joe, Joey's big on that. I'm I'm saying LeBron's getting MVP. I still have the Lakers as my clear favorite. I, I hope they I, I think I think I think they're just switching to playoff mode. I think there's there's two teams out of the East that ha- I I don't think the Clippers beat them. Clippers are looking really good. Not in seven games, no. The Clippers don't beat them in seven games. Um because you have to rely on way off peace sucks. games. Where LeBron is shit. Kawhi will get Kawhi will get the Clippers two games. If they meet in the conference final, Kawhi gets the Clippers at least two games. So it's going to six. Way off P is going to cost them at least three or four. Mm-hmm. So it's just it, it, it's I, just going to happen. I, the Clippers really, beat themselves yeah. because of Paul George. Yeah, like let me just say, I want the Lakers to win. I want them to repeat. I want to three P. Do I think they can do it? Hey, maybe if they pick it up. But right now, to me, I think Philly are going to win it. I think yeah, I'm this Philly is the first all. time where I've been bought in on Philly. Doc Rivers is actually playing. Glenn Philly. Rivers. Glenn. Glenn Rivers. Glenny Riv. Let's hope they don't blow a 3-1 lead. <laughs> it ain't happening. Not, not. Well, they almost blew a 14-point lead in 120 seconds against the Lakers. Yeah, that looked really bad. Okay, so two teams that I think can do it. Philly agree. Yeah. I'll come back to my reservations on them in a bit. The Nets, if they move Kyrie and get role players. Yep. Or defensive. 
defensive yeah, well, like just just good role, good yeah. defenders, good you know, uh, like good. Iguodala. Yeah, yeah, I want Iguodala. I want Iguodala. <laughs> Fate of the universe on the line. The, the, the Martians have got the death being pointed out. You better hit it. <laughs> yeah, I want Iguodala. <laughs> Like every time I look at Max Kellen's face, I can just hear it. I can just hear it. Do you so, want Iguodala? Oh, I would you want, want someone. Like, I would want man. Put Iguodala on that team, and that team gets a lot better. You know what? Get I'd rid like, of Kyrie Irving and put Iguodala on that team. They actually get actually really like good. What? Trade Kyrie Irving for Avery Bradley. Yeah. Andre Iguodala and and like someone like Kelly Olynyk. Done. That's, yeah, I'd do it. That is now a championship team and. Miami, and you're still a, you're still like losing that trade in terms of like the value of Kyrie versus the value I, of those three guys. I, I would, yeah, I would, I would go Iguodala, Avery Bradley, Olinick for Kyrie, but they'd have to get rid of someone taking shots. So Brooklyn wouldn't take it unless they got Hero or Robinson. But even if Miami gave that up, but Hero or Robinson, they don't play defense. Nah, exactly. And Tyler Hero has been shit. Yeah, so I would. I think they're both overrated as fuck. Yes. Yeah, look, here's the. If both of them were included in that, you would still take that if you were both teams. I think Tyler Hero has had his career moment where he snarled in the finals. Yeah. And then he got fucking dunked on within two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and he, has no, he literally hasn't been the same since. No, no. Like LeBron literally shoved him just a little bit and he flew from one side of the floor to the other <laughs> and he's never been the same since. Oh, yeah, that's what happens when 6'10", 250, 260. Who knows? Is coming at you. I've heard 230. I've heard 290. I heard someone once say, like, in first year in LA, he was close to 300. I think Shannon Sharp's pretty on the money with it because they're close and stuff. And he obviously, like, he understands. Uh, I've always he looks said after himself. Shannon Sharp's. 6'9, 250. Like, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. 6'9, 6'10, 250. Like, if that's coming at you on the court, well, that's, 100, get, that's 120 kilos. Get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, get out of the way. I'm not standing in front of that. No, look. Okay, take a charge, oi! Take a charge and get concussed. For reference, I'm five foot nine and about eighty five kilos, and in like amateur basketball over here, I literally run people over. Now imagine someone literally a foot taller and <laughs> close to forty kilos heavier coming at you. You know what I want? I want Iguodala. Yeah, big time. <laughs> like, yeah, he's one of the only bad men getting in the way of that. Yeah. And he, he's not getting, he's not taking that on. I have back spasms that have to <laughs> not play very well. <laughs> he's, um, he, yeah, he, he's not, he's not taking that front on. But, um, look, that's, um, that's it. That's it. That's it from me with the MVP race. But, okay, so the two teams though. So Nets, if they make a move, Philly, my problem with Philly is, yes, Embiid is the best player, but Embiid is not a closer. No, he's not. And yeah, Philly don't, and, and Philly don't know how to close. But, Harris with yeah. Can they get Harris with Doc? Yeah. Can they get Clippers Tobias Harris? Because if they get Clippers Tobias Harris, Harris for first option four in closing of those games time against the Lakers in the finals. Yeah, Har- it's, it might be a wrap. But Ben Simmons and Embiid are choke job, not yeah. closers. Yeah. They they so well they got saved by Tobias Harris. Yeah, yes, yeah, which I'm cool for. So if he keeps stepping up and takes that role, mm. that's awesome. I just think the Butler and Harris trades in the same year really fucked that up for Harris's ability to be that closer. But yeah. he has that potential, especially with Doc. Yeah. And he's that second option, but first option in crunch time for sure. Because yeah. in, in in that two-minute window, it was terrible. Like, like Embiid should have been just back to the basket, give him the ball and go yeah. to work. And he didn't. He did in the first quarter. Yeah. Like, he was didn't literally unstoppable in the first half. And then he, like, 
Oh, is he? Oh, is he? Is he Anthony Davis? Davis from last year, absent yeah. during the fourth. AD yeah. absent during all done. all done in the fourth. Absent like, during the fourth quarter. Like if I was Joel Embiid, I would go Shaq mode and just say, "Oi, give me the fucking ball." Man, he can he, he can knock free throws down. Oh, he's he's one of the best free throw shooters as a big I've ever seen. So if like I, I don't understand why it's like why it's never a case of give me the ball and just go to dunk. Yeah, and, and destroy. If, if they double, if if they double me, dunk on them anyway. Oh, oh, and yeah, or I could move the ball to an open. Seth player. Curry or Danny Green, or give it to Ben and get him to the open player. Yeah, like, or just Ben in the post, like like yeah. like cutting through. Yeah, he's got a nice little baby hook as well. Yeah, but, you know. So uh, yeah, I just think that's my only question mark on Philly. Mm-hmm. Is like their defense is great and beats good and great. Yeah, do, do they great until crunch time? They don't know who they are in crunch time yet. Yeah. So that's my criticism of them. Slowly um, learning though, Tobias Harris. Yeah. Looks good. I, no, that's I really impressive and super efficient. Pretty yeah. close to 50 40 90 as well. Very close. So um, that's it. A lot of guys that are close there this year. Yeah. Like, a lot of guys are getting quite efficient. Yeah. It's good to see. Um, in terms of, so that's it, the MVP race. We're on to the final segment now. Yeah. So we agree that. Look, I, I, at this point, I'm neutral on LeBron and Embiid. So yeah, I'm, I'm, LeBron is. I'm saying LeBron number one. Yeah, I, 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 you said you said in the chat Lakers aren't winning. I said LeBron is the MVP. Yeah. Get me a jersey. Yeah. And then get me a bin. I was about to say and a bin. <laughs> so so I can so I can put all my Lakers jerseys in there when they lose. The <laughs> no, so you can put them in after Game Three yeah. when they're down two one the Clippers yeah. in the conference finals and LeBron and then LeBron. He, engages playoff Eastern mode. Conference Finals in 2018 bag. Yeah. Oh, that was a nice bag. Oh, that was a great bag. It was bin worthy. Um, it was a bin worthy bag. So now it's time for Jive Turkey of the Week. So do you want to start with yours? Because mine is... What was mine again? I, I don't remember. You just said you've got one. Mine Mine is a bit of a fucking... Mine's a bit of a domino. You go first because I can't remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've got, I've got a few you're people that I want to talk about. You're fired from this hobby podcast. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you're no longer allowed. Um, okay, so. Sub me up for Dave. Jive Turkey of the Week goes to the refs at the moment. Mm-hmm. We have had an unprecedented amount of just fucking pathetic texts in the last week and a half to two weeks, and then ejections as well. Mm. The latest being Russell Westbrook's tech with. What's his name? Brown. I forget his name. Um, is it is his surname Brown? I forget the guy's surname even. Who's this? The role player for Brooklyn. Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown, yeah. Yeah. So Bruce Brown gets teed up because Westbrook is saying something like, you can't guard me or I'm giving you problems or something. Westbrook got teched as well. Yeah. They both got yelling tech. and one. <laughs> like, I, I get it. Like, Russ, we know it's N1. They called the foul, mate. It's okay. You're getting the free. Oh, he throw. he always yells and one. Yeah, like most players do. He's like like I've ne- like he and LeBron James have been the ha- hacked the most with no calls. Yeah, for an entire NBA career. So if 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 Westbrook or for the rest of his career yells and one every time he gets a layup or a shot in the key, I'm okay with that. The same way that if LeBron would, but if LeBron did, he cop it like there's no tomorrow from fans in the media for always whinging, but. Look, to me, it's immediately the refs. We're seeing a lot of ejections. We're seeing a lot of texts. Like, like Draymond got teed up for yelling at Wiseman, which then, <laughs> yeah. which well, then got him ejected. Well, they, they did rescind the tech foul, but he'd already been thrown out. Like, they can't go back and replay that game. So, so yeah, he doesn't get the fine. And but, so, yeah, exactly. So And the, 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 um, the technical foul points, because if you get X amount of technical fouls, you get suspended. 
Yeah. So that's, you know, to me, the refs, and there's just been a weird vibe in the NBA the last week and a half. We've got Adam Silver still saying some weird shit for his Corona plans. Um, we got the dogs, the COVID dogs, <laughs> the COVID sniffing dogs in Miami. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's just, just a lot of weird shit that's happened. So my, so my honorable mentions are Adam Silver and his weird COVID stuff, Miami with the COVID sniffing dogs. And then also Rodney, Rodney Magruder, Draymond, Draymond Green for then the post Rodney Magruder thing. And Clay Thompson sort of like acting all like high and mighty. Yeah. Like how about you look after your ACL first? Like you, he's like, Oh, dude's going to, no, 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 you're Achilles. You're Achilles now. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck it is. He's like, oh, dude's probably mad because he's going to be out of the league. I'm like, you are out of the league right now. You haven't played a game in almost two years. Oh, dude. Shut up. <laughs> like that weird goatee and fro combo. Like, yeah, I don't know. Mate. I, every time, I don't know. If I, if I were Rodney McGruder yeah. and I saw Clay Thompson, all I'd be thinking is get the funk out of my face. Get the- <laughs> <laughs> That's all that would be going Same on in my head. Yes. Again, if you haven't watched it, watch it. Do it do, do do yourself and us a favor. Exactly. Fine, I'm watching it tonight. Um I, I remember oh, you're still going honorable mentions. I've got <laughs> You've got a list. You got a hit list. I've got Ala Abdanabi, yeah. the Philadelphia 76ers home court commentator. Yeah. For his um, Tobias Harris dunk and his father crowning moment. Jaden McDaniels. Jaden McDaniels. Jaden Harris now because that's his son. <laughs> yeah. God damn. You don't have to do him like that. <laughs> the disrespect. The dunk wasn't that impressive. No, like, and I'm pretty sure he like kind of got out of the way. Yeah, he did at the last moment. It wasn't like KD coming downhill. <laughs> and getting absolutely sunned by Terry Rose. No. Also... I'm only going to say it one more time. If you haven't gone and watched the commentary from the Hornets commentator on that dunk, you please do it. Go and watch it. Oh, he was legendary. That boy, that 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 is that that's getting an honourable mention. That's that's, that's going like, in the running for Call of the Year. Honestly, Call of since, the Year since the Kings announcer got retired. Yeah, uh, got um sacked. Yeah, the the Hornets commentator. He is now the best in the league. Yeah, he's so. I'm really good. sad that the Kings guy got like obviously he 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 said the wrong thing. Yeah. With the whole N-word thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so brutal. But the quote, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball, yeah. will we miss? And just the way he said it. Exactly. So if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. <laughs> am I with the Kings commentator right now? Maybe. Yeah, I think I am. Except and then, I'm not that racist. And then the final jive turkey of the week, honourable mention, goes to Bradley Beal for his first half first half. First half performance in the Brooklyn Nets game. Just the body, body language on the guy. Just standing there like. Um, oh, it's like, dude, you know, like, oh, my team sucks. They're not trying. Well, guess what, man? They're actually trying this game and you're in it and you ended up winning. And the, you know what? They're trying every night, but they just suck. Yeah. It doesn't like it. Like they can't help that Rui injured half the time. Brian's injured. He's not actually that good. And Robin Lopez kind of can't help that he's kind of shit at basketball. <laughs> he's not his he's brother. He's fucking drawing. <laughs> he's not his brother. And Sancho Bob. <laughs> he looks like Sancho Bob. He's so ugly, bro. <laughs> he's not Splash Mountain. Actually, he's Hordor. He's Hordor. He's shocking. He's Hordor. Game of Thrones reference there. But. Mo, and, Mo, and Mo Wagner can't help that Scotty Brooks just benches him when he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So who is also really ugly. Yeah. He also can't help <laughs> These seven foot. Uh, the Washington foot. Wizards, the ugliest team in the NBA. <laughs> oh, Actually, no, I think the Bucks are. Oh, the Bucks Bobby are Portis and Chris Middleton on the same team. Ooh. That is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> What a segue. How's our attention span? Yeah. Funny? Wait, so I who's your jive that. turkey of the week? My jive turkey of the week is Joel Embiid. Oh, after yeah. the crying to the media he did after LeBron flagrant fouled him. Oh, LeBron yeah, did yeah, just yeah. put his hands out. He didn't actually push him. No. And Marcus all sort of helped it. Joel Embiid, just to, just to give some context, Joel Embiid is my player nominated for the most fucked up spastic fallovers in the last decade, yeah. it, you, like I hope someone just goes out and comprises a highlight reel of this. This guy falls out. Like this guy, he's got knee problems, back problems and stuff. Every second game, he's falling over and flopping like an absolute spastic. And it's, it's not intentional. He's just that uncoordinated with how he falls. Yeah. Like, like he is, he is an asset worth yeah. 40 plus million a year. <laughs> and if you're the coaching staff, I wouldn't have any hair. No, nah, you'd be falling out. But I didn't like how he came out to me and he's like, oh, if that was anyone else, they would have been ejected. It's like, bro, he didn't even push you. He put his hands out because he didn't want to be dunked on, but he did not actually push you. And Marcus Gasol, where he was, and, like, giving him that little bump. That was worse. Yeah, and it makes it worse that the dude's nearly 300 pounds and he's got back problems and he hit the ground the way he did. It just he looked bad. falls bad. That, Take responsibility be, honestly, for being a bad fall. Honestly, that wasn't even a flavour. Person that. most. That was, that was a common foul. Yeah. Because it was just contact. And, like, as, as if you're not going to put your hands up, I don't want to be fucking dumped on. No, but here's the thing. Person least likely to ever become a stuntman in their life is Joel Embiid. Yeah. Right now you're being one. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, dude, just, you know, you're being... Just a wind job. So he's my he's my jive turkey of the week. I, I didn't like that. Like people go like, oh, you know, like the NBA is soft and right. And then LeBron did that. And was, oh, LeBron's dirty. It's like, dude, you're fucking. LeBron can't win. That, that this era is soft. And then someone plays physical defense when it wasn't even physical. He didn't push him. And now you're saying he's a dirty player. LeBron can't win. So my honorable mention is Robin Lopez because he. I've just realised he's that ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so ugly. Oh, and Kyrie Irving gets an honourable mention, as always. Look, he's going to be unanimous, undisputed jive turkey of the year, of this, of the season, of the year, of the decade, probably of the whole NBA. He gets an honourable mention for me, purely because at the end of the Washington game, like in front of him, he was laughing. It's like, bro, you just gave up 149 in regulation. He was laughing and he also took more shots than Kevin Durant. You should not be laughing. In crunch you time. Be, you should be screaming at your team saying, we need to work this shit out. Yeah. You should be grabbing Mike D'Antoni by the scruff of the neck and be like, make us play defense. Yeah, or just say, see you later, MB. We're getting a defensive-minded coach. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really unfortunate. Steve Nash's offensive sets that he constructs look really good, and it's not D'Antoni offense as far mm. as the structure and ball movement is concerned. And it like it looks amazing when it's KD and Harden. Mm. And I didn't think it would look that good. I, I thought... Harden, pitter patter dribble, all that kind of stuff. It looks shit. It looks incredible. Um, it doesn't look as good when Kyrie's out there, but it's still impressive. But defensively, they suck. And it's just a Dan Tony. It's just, it's just it's watered down Dan Tony. It's Dan Tony shit. Dan Tony stuff doesn't win. It's just you got to be a top 10 defense in the league. The, the reason why Houston were even in the mix for the conference finals that year Luke Barmute, Trevor Ariza, two really good. And Chris Paul. Two, and Chris Paul. But those guys were two really, really good, good defenders. defenders who could defend three. Even Eric Gordon, who was just two, pop. 
who could defend two, three, and four and, and give five, like centers a hard time, those guys, they were young. They weren't as injured. They were younger than, you know, like Ariza's still playing, Barmuto's not. Um, or I think Ariza's suited up this year, though. Yeah. So, like, the oldest. Yeah, exactly. Like, but he was, they were, they were young enough. They were good defenders. Brooklyn do not have that. No, they, they, they don't have that, those, those X factor guys. Like, they got Bruce Brown, who's a reasonable defender as a point guard. But, I mean, if, you doing defend, shit. if your best defensive player is Bruce Brown and he's a point guard, like, you might be in trouble. Um, you are in trouble. And mm-hmm. if DeAndre Jordan, you know, fucking all defensive third team four years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's just all defense. They don't have one, two, or three, do they? Two. Oh, was he second or DeAndre first? DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. First team all defense years ago. He's Probably like five, six years ago now. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he's he's not mobile. Yeah. So that's it. So Kyrie, you get the mention again, man. Dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, who, who else did I have for an all uh, Chris Middleton, you're also really ugly. Bobby <laughs> um, Portis, everyone knew that. But um, also- you know what? Also, honorable mention and good looking guy, Kelly Oubre, finally playing really good basketball. Good to see. You get an honorable mention for just thumbs up, you're a good looking man. Yeah, you, you are hot. <laughs> like, it's not gay if it's Oubre. <laughs> what was that, Dodge? <laughs> yeah. <Is> that a- <laughs> What just hit the table then? It wasn't my head. <laughs> it's not a flashlight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kelly Oubre, very good looking dude, but I don't I don't like how he behaves on the court. Like if he, he hits a layup and he flexes. But it's nice to see that he's actually hitting threes because the man that guy's shooting. Yeah, he he's started to play a little bit better, but I, I think that he's actually gonna get traded, to be honest. I think the Warriors will trade him. Wiggins and Ubre for Beal. I actually think they're going to keep Wiggins. I think they I, look honestly. I like enough turned into a great wing defender. Another honourable mention: Andrew Wiggins, yeah. who Michael Jordan, whose defense has become amazing, but mm. he's over forty percent from three. Yeah, he he went from thirty three percent to forty one percent because he's, because he's not expected space. to be the, the best player on the team. Like he just looks like a really good complimentary role player. He does. Fits in really well with Steph and Draymond. If, if honestly, if Clay wasn't injured and Wiggins plays like this, mm. they and, would probably, you know what? If they would probably, injured, they wouldn't end up with Kelly Oubre. They probably, they probably would be, brick, right? <laughs> it's still a brick. He's been, look, he's been better the last few games. Kelly Oubre. <laughs> <laughs> up there with Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I would have them as my favourite for the West. Yeah. I still wouldn't have them beating the Lakers, but... They would be like... that. Well, I think red, be, red season, smoky. they would be that'd looking be good. Yeah. Red season, they'd be looking really good. I wouldn't even say Dark Horse. Their record's pretty good now. What are they now? Fourth or fifth? Yeah, they've, they've beat up on a few bad teams. Yeah. But they've also... Man, they beat they, the Clippers they, and the Lakers. They beat the Clippers. They beat the Lakers. Yeah. I'll give them that. So they did get two really big wins there. They've had some good scouts and they lost, they've lost a couple of like, they lost a couple of unfortunate games that they shouldn't they've have lost. lost. A couple of close ones, yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Well, look, that's it for the episode for this week. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, not too easy day. questions, just um, send us a message. Yeah. I think one day we'll get around to creating an Instagram page. Well, we've, got, we've got an email. We've got our email. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? NBA triple threat at gmail.com or something. <laughs> triple threat NBA podcast. Oh my God. We are, we're not good at this. I need to look it up. What's your triple? What's your Instagram handle for this? Joey at the triple threat. Okay, so our Instagram page is at triple threat NBA show. There we go. At triple threat NBA show. So you can jump on there. We currently have two followers. Um, one's Alex and one's Dave. I'm not following the page probably because I run it. 
which currently has no posts on. So <laughs> oh, that's right. You did create a page for it, yeah. So, yeah. so if, if you want, like, find us on um, Instagram at Triple Threat NBA Show. If you have questions, you can um, yeah, just 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 yeah, just DM us. That'll be the easiest thing. I'd say email, but honestly, I'm not going to check it. Yeah, Instagram is a message with. from you. I won't read it. <laughs> that was a while ago I'm pretty I'm sure I'm following LeBron I wonder if LeBron wants to come onto the pod imagine if we alright well while Joey's getting lost in the world of Instagram and triple threat <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up thanks very much guys have a good one thank you